Hi, I'm Black here on day three and a half of South by Southwest for Chicago Made Illinois Entertainer and Dynasty Podcast. Uh, I'm excited about this one. I'm here with Holt, formerly Hollywood Holt, yeah. but everybody listening in Chicago, they know you as Nigel. How you doing, man? Yeah, how's it going, man? It's good, man. It's good. Uh, we're here in Austin, Texas, man, but you're really representing Chicago here in a big way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Forever. I love <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> it's the crib. Dude, there's so much like professionally going on with you, and we're going to talk about all the, like, all the yeah. big, obvious headline stuff. But how are you doing? I'm doing really good, man. I'm engaged. I'm super happy. Life is amazing. Got new, got a couple new cars. <laughs> only a couple? Yeah, only a couple. <laughs> but, you know, uh, for, for again, like the people who are listening to this in Chicago, man, they know you. Like, yeah. you've been doing this a long, long time. You've been, you know, there have been ups and downs, and it really looks like right now it's really all kind of coming together, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's all coming to fruition. All the hard work I've been doing for the past... 10 years is like, it now is, is here. I think a lot of people don't realize that if you really want to actually get something done and do it with some longevity, it does not happen overnight, oh, right? man, not at all. Like, there's two kinds of artists. There's artists who blow up really fast, and but then at the same time, in like a year or two, they fall right off, you know, and it's the next dude that blows up really fast. And then there's the people like, you know, Snoop, who worked hard forever and now he has a lifetime career and that's what I want you know what I mean so I never took the shortcuts and the easy deals and things like that because I wanted a real career in long of longevity making art you know and I think that's something that's not stressed to artists anymore it's like it's all about how many Instagram followers do you have how many likes you're getting you know like what kind and yeah yo that that whole internet following thing it's not regulated so it's like, yeah, okay, you got, you know, some incredible producer who has two Grammys has, you know, 300 followers on Instagram. Some girl with her boobs out and wearing tight underwear has 2.3 million. You know what I mean? So that shows you that that doesn't really matter, fam. Like, that trying to get more followers doesn't get you more revenue. It might, it might, you know, as far as like, you know, getting some random sponsorship. It's, it's the short term. Yeah, it's the short term stuff, but it doesn't like, you know, what happens if Instagram isn't cool anymore? What about the person that had all, all, all <laughs> the most likes on MySpace? What happened? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't really matter, fam. Like it's really about making true art and having something. Like I don't want people to follow me because I go. Follow back, hashtag this, this, and that. I want people to follow because they are really intrigued with what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And that's it. So, you know, for you, because like I said, you know, we know you've been doing this a long, long time. You're you're a decade in. What are the secrets to, and not even secrets, but like what are the strategies? What do you do? To ensure that longevity when, again, like we've talked about, everybody's chasing that kind of immediate fix. Yeah. Well, the, the, because of the internet and all that, the, like, the, the span of, basically, like, the, the, the everybody, their attention span is, is a lot shorter. You know what I mean? Like, now you don't sit down and listen to a full album. You, like, unless you Spotify it or whatever. But, like, a lot of times, like... It's about, you know, people are more, um, basically this is what it is. You put too much information out of yourself on the internet, you're not going to last. Like, in my personal opinion, this is all my personal opinion, but in my personal opinion, 
you know, when you back in the day when you were a kid, you bought a CD, you would read the inside cover and the, the, the you know, the names of the songs and who was on it and everything because you were trying to find out every bit of information that you could. I used to listen to the Run DMC album and I would look at the pictures in the inside cover because I wanted to, you know, to see what they were like, you know what I mean? Because, but nowadays you could just go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and see what did he do today? Right. And you listen to the record maybe one time if yeah. the artist is lucky. I, you know, like you're talking yeah. about, I had tool records in middle school, high school. I had to buy them seven or eight times because I wore them the fuck yeah. out. Like, I used them so much the CD stopped working. Yeah. That doesn't happen now. Right. Absolutely not. Because you can just stream it. Right. You know what I mean? And, and you, you listen to it once. Yeah. And it, and an album, you're not supposed to just listen to it once. You have to listen to it, like, for a while to really grasp the feeling and emotion in an album. And so it was like... To me, for me, like, I think if you want longevity, don't play all your cards. Don't tell, like, I don't voice my opinion all the time. If you want to know something about me, you got to see an interview. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be, you know, because you could say something. You could, like, no one knows what Elton John feels about certain things or what Billy Joel feels about certain things. And they last forever because people are constantly intrigued by them because they see they see who that person is through their art and their art only you know what i mean if you found out you know that somebody that that you didn't share the same view somebody somebody some artists can be like dudes who like red jackets are lame i love red jackets that dude sucks i'm never listening to his music you know what i mean like don't do that stuff that's just in my personal opinion so it's like you know for me just make good art and put that art in the world. Don't voice your, don't always, nobody really cares what you got to say unless you're really standing for something. You know what I mean? Well, you look at like Azalea Banks and it's like, I don't know what any of her music sounds like, but I know her views on every single thing. Yeah. And if I was a musician, I think I'd rather have people know what my music sounds like than my opinions yeah. on. I mean, everybody's got their own method. You know what I mean? Azalea Banks is doing what Azalea Banks does. Like, you know, and I wish her much success. I just think, in my personal opinion, what works for me is just making music. Because, like, no matter what you say, somebody's going to have an argument against it. Some people are just going to want to argue it just so they can talk to you. You know what I mean? I knew the minute I announced that I was signed, I was going to get shredded and loved. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, like I got that, that, that music, that, the video I dropped, you know, you read the comments, it's like, this sucks, this is garbage, da, da, da. But then you look at the likes, and there's like three times as many likes as there are dislikes. So it's like, no matter what, there's always going to be people out there that's going to love it. If you make a sound, someone's going to like it, and somebody's going to hate it. Right. Yeah. That's it. it. It's just weird. So it's whatever weird you time. say, it don't matter. Somebody's <laughs> going to be like, nope, you wrong, you suck, I hate you. <laughs> well, you know, man, uh, obviously, like, the big thing that's happening that everybody knows about, we almost don't even have to mention it, but... Kanye West, good music, etc. Everyone knows. Absolutely. Uh, take us kind of behind the scenes with that. How did that really come together? Because we know this is something that didn't happen overnight for you. Yeah. This is a long time in the works. So kind of Absolutely. when did this particular kind of victory really start? Well, you know, I've known the whole team forever. You know, we came up in that area when, you know, Kanye was dropping his first and second album. We were the kids. I actually did street teamwork. No joke. Holding up 
good music signs at his show at the House of Blues in like 2005 or four. You know what I mean? And like we were just always around. We've always known. I knew Virgil before he was even like I knew Virgil from way back in the day. I know Don forever. Like like I've known these people. But that has never been an aspect. It was never like, oh, yeah, I know them, so I'm hooked up. Like, we first signed, when I got myself signed the first time to my other label, uh, you know, it had nothing to do with any of that. Like, you know, you got to get yourself popping. So we got ourselves popping, and, you know, they took notice. And so it was almost just like a friendly, mutual, like, you know, I'm backstage because I'm an artist too. You know, I see Don, I see them, and I'm like, oh yeah, so we're all kicking together and things like that. They always, you know, showed us love and supported us. And then, you know, I made a new project and Kanye heard it and really liked it. And I stopped rapping and I would much rather, you know, I, I started making real music that I, you know, you yourself known me from being at shows, punk shows, like no new wave. I remember you, you know, break dancing yeah. on, on the bikes. The whole yeah. you've you've been prominent in so many scenes in Chicago. Right, exactly. So it's like you know that me just doing rap is not all me, and everybody kind of knew that. You know, what I mean, it wasn't like a shock that I started singing and producing music, like. You know, when I even when I rapped, it was different because I was just into so many different genres and different scenes. It's one of many things you right. have. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Rapping was a piece of what I do, but this new project that I do now is all me. The music that you hear, I make. You know, what I mean, is is really me, and the the songs I sing are all me. The the visuals, everything is all me. This is me being myself to the fullest. So Kanye saw that, and he he. You know, believed in me, so he, you know, and so I always wanted to go to good music because, one, they're my friends. Two, they let me make my art the way I want to make it. You know what I mean? Kanye is this way. He lets you do you, and he's a great person. Like he goes, man, I think you're dope. I believe in you. Go do your thing. Build yourself. Here's the here's the tool. Go build yourself. I took the tool and I worked with it. You know what I mean? So when, you know, when someone, when someone like Kanye and Kanye himself, when Kanye makes this happen with you, is that a call you get from him? Are there 14 no, people no, in the middle? Yeah, How does dude, it happen? Like, I mean, look, you, I, you, Kanye is an icon, dog. He, dog, I mean, imagine his day-to-day schedule. He has so much stuff that he, he forgets about lifetimes of work that he has to do in a day, dude. Like, this dude literally is the hardest working person I've ever seen. So, of course not. Like, you know, I'm signed to the label. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be rolling around with him all day and doing like, like We're not going to see you on the Kardashians. Right, like, right. That's not, that's not, you know, that's not how this works. Because how would I be able to focus on my art? You know what I mean? Like, I don't have time to be rolling around and it like I don't want to do that stuff. I mean of course I would kick it all day if we had the time to do it you know what I mean like you know those are the homies but like yeah I'm gonna go to Mexico for sure but <laughs> like but really it's like you know I need to focus on my art and not be you know doing none of that stuff so it's like if Kanye calls of course I'm there but you know he's too busy and I'm too busy so you know he gives me the opportunity I do it that's all, that's all I need, you know? Now, with this project that you're, you know, putting music out under right now, that you're kind of operating under right now, you drop the Hollywood, it's just Holt, kind of. Yeah. And, you know, and you're singing, you're not rapping. So, kind of, what was the thinking behind really revamping and retooling just kind of your whole approach? Well, I mean, 
it's not like they people don't know who Hollywood Holt is. You know what I mean? So that like I'm already well known as a crazy super high energy performing rapper. Right. You know what I mean? Crowd surfing hanging from the balconies and stuff. So it's like that I don't want to take away from that. You know what I mean? I want that to be that's what it is. Hollywood Holt is a crazy rapper. You know what I mean? So much punk energy so, infused right, here. Exactly. So Basically, when I'm rapping, I'm Hollywood Holt. So I want people to, like, I don't want people to be like, I didn't want to send anyone off. I didn't want people to come to a new Holt show and expect Hollywood Holt crazy rap performance. Plus, I'm not even rapping. So when I rap, I'm Hollywood Holt. When I'm singing, I'm just Holt. I'm Really what it is is I'm Holt. And a part of Holt is Hollywood Holt. You know what I mean? If I start making dance music, it'll be a different kind of Holt. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like <laughs> Hollywood Holt already is an entity. You know what I mean? And, that, and I wanted to stay that entity because if I ever go back to rapping, that's what it's going to be like. Crazy high energy, crazy rap. I just can't help that. So this project is not as crazy. Like, it's a different facet of my personality. It's a lot of it is a kind of chiller. There's a lot of high-energy punk songs on the record, but a lot of it is really dope beats, really slow head bop, and it's really the sound like the the, Kav uh, the Kavinsky record that I did. That's kind of what it sounds like, like super chill, hard beats, but like melodic with guitar and singing. You know what I mean? Is that just really where you're at more personally right now? Just yeah. a little something more mellow, something more intimate, more kind of like personal? It's, like the whole album is not like that. It's just, that's how I, like this project itself is me in every facet. This is me at, at my highest being. Whereas Holt was me being the crazy dude at the bar rapping part of me. This is every part of me. This is the sad part of me, the happy part of me, the excited, the live part of me, the chill part of me. This album is my full personality in music. So, yeah. You know, kind of switching it up, obviously you're a Chicago artist, obviously you're from Chicago, and you've, you've seen a lot of movements happen in Chicago, things come and go. What does it mean, kind of, yeah, really? What does it mean to you to be from Chicago and in Chicago in 2015, where now so many people are suddenly paying attention to the city? Yo, man, like, we've been saying this for years, dog. This is, like, it's like, you know, if there's a stigma or if there's a, a, a way people look at something, it takes a long time for people to change that mentality. But even if even if what they say has already changed, people will still say that. You know what I mean? If you're known as the cheetah pants wearing dude and you stop wearing cheetah pants, it's going to be a while before people stop calling you <laughs> cheetah pants. You know what I mean? So Chicago, our generation, has been unified, united forever. You know what I mean? Even with, you know, uh, Flashadamus and Kid Sister and uh, Cool Kids and all of us coming up, like, we were all tight. Everybody helped out each other. You know what I mean? It wasn't just, like, back before our generation, it was, like, out for self. You know, you fuck around and get shot. You know? It, it really, like, I mean, I love that you brought that up because, to me, working in Chicago music for so long, it really did feel like Kanye twist a rhyme fest, floss you kid sis. Yeah, we all fall off boy rise again. It's like yeah. that wave and that I mean, kind of era. Fall boy and me, that just took me on a tour and I was rapping. You know what I mean? Like, like dude, like that kicked every, something off. Right. That whole wave. Like dude, like it was 
people were tired of not, like, people realized that they didn't have to, like, hate on each other because everybody can get their own lane, you know what I mean? And, like, the people who, like, fronted are the ones that fell off. So it's, like, it's almost popular in Chicago to hold each other down, to help each other out. It's not going to take nothing from you to help this man because y'all not even in the same vein. And if you are, it's only going to look dope that you working together. You know what I mean? Like, think about back in the day. You saw a tribe called Quest with De La Soul and Queen Latifah. It wasn't just one person popping. Everybody in the scene was popping. You know what I mean? Like, our whole scene, it wasn't just me. It was cool kids. It wasn't just cool kids. It was Floss and all them. And, like, and look where Floss is right now, dude. Like, they're killing the game. It's, it's crazy to look at that right That's now and so see dope, where they're though. at. Because, yeah. like, they did the same thing. They reinvented themselves and, yo, straight up, shout out to them for killing Dubstep. I appreciate that. <laughs> yo, because, man, that... Personal whole, thank you to Flosser Domus. Personal thank you to Flosser Domus for killing Dubstep and just killing the game with a whole new genre of dope music. You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Now, you know, another set of Chicago artists that you're working with personally, you've got the Glass Lux oh, slash Perfect absolutely. Kiss crew backing yeah. you as your band. Uh, yeah. What is it about them as, as musicians and as individuals that made them the right fit for this project? Dude, LaFonz is a genius, period. He should be here right now. I don't even know where he's at. I'm, I'm talking to him in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. dummy. He <laughs> should be here right now. Tell him he's a retard. Uh, LaFonz uh, is a gift and a curse because he is literally one of those people who can't stop being an artist. He plays every instrument. He's an incredible drummer, guitarist. He's a, like He can make trap beats. He can make all his music, you know, and... People got, like, the people who know LaFonz got, kind of got it misconstrued and thought that he was making my music. That's not the case. He, I hit LaFonz up because he would always reach out to me, like, wanting to work. And I was like, all right, look, dude, you know I use logic. I don't. <laughs> Pull up the drums and shut the fuck up, and we'll work good together. And that's how it started, no joke. I, we made, my first beat I ever made was Back to Black. I said, yo, pull up the drums. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, all right, save that. And I pulled the bass line, and I went on the move. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, all right, save that. And like, he was, he's, he's my production engineer. But then over time, because he knew how to shut the fuck up, and he knew how to play his lane, we started working together. He knows how I work. He knows what what my moves are. So now, because he knows how I am as an artist, he can contribute. I'll be like, yeah, it needs like a little bit of guitar piece. He'll be like, what about this? And he'll play something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, but change this note, and that's perfect. You know what I mean? But it's really, like, he makes all the music from Glass Lux, too. But that's really Emily as well. He's really good at helping you find your sound. You know what I mean? Like, my sound music and, gla and glass looks don't sound nothing alike. But LaFonz does the same thing for both of us. You know what I mean? Like, that kid is just a genius. So I feel like he deserves a real-life career in being an artist. So I want to put him on the stage with me so people know that it ain't just me, it's us. You know what I'm saying? He's, I'm Pharrell, he's Chad Hugo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like it, man. And you know what, man? Uh, Font, he's just like, he's a trip, too. He's he is a such trip. a fun dude. Oh, my God. He is such a Those trip. Those Perfect Kiss dudes, like, I don't know how they're still alive. They party so, so hard. Yeah, but I don't fuck around with that bullshit. I don't play that shit. With me, it's like, this is... This is my life. This is my career. This is my business. And LaFonz, you know, he had to go come out of that lane and really 
and like LaFon's now from LaFon's before is totally different. That whole partying, doing local shows thing, like it's like, dude, we are creating music. You know, the first beat we ever did is on the Great Gatsby soundtrack, which is huge. I feel like yeah, huge. I mean, That's the know, first beat we ever made together. I feel like that was like, I think in people's perception, maybe of your career. I think it turned a corner. That's when a lot of people were like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Hold on, he's on the Gatsby soundtrack. Yeah. That's real. Well, that's when I really started making my music and not just rapping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The rap kind of had it. The rap has a glass ceiling because it's like I got to rap on somebody's beats and then I just got to rap. There's no, you know what I mean? I only get rap fans, you know, like where this music, rappers can like it. Singers, can like everybody can like this music that I'm making now. And like because I'm producing you know, I can mold a new sound. You know what I mean? So, you know, kind of final question. I know you got, we got South by Southwest. I'm sure you got stuff going on. You've got kind of this new era happening in your career. You got, you know, great people backing you up. You got the label. You got the name change. You got the new type of songs. You're building a new audience. Kind of what happens next? Where does this all go? Where does this open up for you? Same mode, man. Put out an album. Make the album dope. Tour forever. Try to get every single person out in the world to hear it, and hopefully they like it. You know what I mean? And continuously create good music. I'm already working on the second album. Man, uh, Nigel Holt, Hollywood Holt, whatever name we're using, man. It's yeah. it's been amazing to see this happen for you over ten years, man. I'm really I'm so proud and excited for all the things that are happening for you, man. So just best of luck. Go fucking kill it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother.